What is up, guys? It is Quinn here, back with another set of fantasy football rankings. Last two days, I've gone through my running backs and wide receivers. Today, it's time to talk about my top 15 quarterbacks. So just briefly talk about each player, and then I'll kind of talk about where I have them compared to consensus. If you guys enjoy the video, do me a huge favor, hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. And then let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. These rankings are obviously going to change throughout the offseason. So I want to know what guys you think are too high or too low. Yell at me down below in the comment section. But let's just jump right into it. Not going to spend too much time here at number one. This is where I have Josh Allen. I actually don't think I've seen a set of rankings that does not have Josh Allen at number one. I think he's the consensus guy and he will likely remain as my QB1, you know, barring some drastic change. At number two, I have Kyler Murray. Apparently, I'm much higher on Kyler Murray than consensus. For me, I just think he has a solid all-around skill set. He's very capable as a passer. He has very solid weapons around him. Obviously, you have Hopkins suspended for six games, but when Hopkins is back, you have him, you have Marquise Brown, A.J. Green, Rondell Moore, tight end, you have Zach Ertz, Trey McBride. Like This is a very strong offense around him, and then he also possesses that really solid rushing upside, so I really like all of that for Kyler. At three, I have Lamar Jackson. And the way I view quarterbacks, personally, I'm not someone who likes to go quarterback super early on, so I'm not going to be picking a guy like Josh Allen in round three. If I can get a super high upside quarterback in like round five, round six, I will take that opportunity. But so I'm not going to be taking a quarterback who I think, you know, has a solid chance to finish as like QB5, QB4, QB3, because I feel like you're kind of wasting that pick. I'm shooting for a guy with upside. Lamar Jackson has that upside. I mean, honestly, if every quarterback has their best possible season, I think Lamar Jackson clearly is the highest scoring fantasy quarterback. We saw that two years ago in his MVP performance. I think this Ravens offense is going to go back to a more run-heavy approach. So you may not see the passing volume from Lamar, but I think the efficiency can return. Not super concerned about his overall weapons. I think his rushing production will really carry him this season. Number four, I have a Justin Herbert, just slightly lower on him than consensus. And it kind of goes back to my point with Lamar Jackson. I think Herbert is a strong bet to finish as like a top five fantasy quarterback, but I just don't know if he has that elite ceiling because he doesn't have that top tier rushing upside. You have guys like Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, probably like top of the top in terms of rushing upside. Then you have like the Kyler Murrays, Josh Allen, and then you have that next tier players like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes. So he does give you some work on the ground. But for me, not enough to jump him into the top three because he just doesn't have that like high-end fantasy football ceiling. Now, this one may be a surprise to some people because I was not in on him last year. But at number five, I actually have a Jalen Hurts, two spots higher on him than consensus. For me, you look at Jalen Hurts last year, he was a locked-in top 10 quarterback, and he didn't really play that well. The thing about these quarterbacks with elite rushing upsides, they do not need to play that well to be very solid fantasy contributors. Then you look at everything that has gone on around Jalen Hurts. The Eagles went out, they traded for A.J. Brown. That is a massive upgrade in this offense. He's now looking at a pretty decent, you know, surrounding core around him. He should improve as a player. We know he's going to score a ton of touchdowns with his legs. He's going to give you some solid volume on the ground. So I would not be surprised if Jalen Hurts finishes the season. As like a top three fantasy quarterback. And the good thing is you're probably not going to have to pick him at QB5. He's probably going more QB7, QB8 in that range. 
So I'm shooting for upside here. And I think he kind of has a higher floor than most people give him credit for because he was not a good passer last season and still finished like around QB8, I believe. So Jalen Hurts comes in at five. Number six, I have Patrick Mahomes. I continue to be lower on Mahomes than consensus. And the problem here is that he doesn't give you that elite ceiling with his legs. So he has to have an insane passing season. And we have seen him do that. But the problem is the weapons around him are not what they used to be. He doesn't have Tyreek Hill there. You kind of have a lot of question marks at the wide receiver position. You know, like Juju has been a stud like his sophomore year. He's a few years removed from that. You have Sky Moore, who I think is going to be a very good NFL wide receiver. But does he put it together in year one? MVS really has never broken out. He still has Travis Kelsey, but I just don't think he has the security around him with his weapons for me to warrant putting him as like QB3, which I think he's pretty consistently going at. Maybe even QB2 on some platforms. So I'm not hating on him here at number six. I still think he's going to have a ton of passing volume, but I just don't think the supporting cast is going to carry him like it you know, has supported him in years past. Number seven, I have Tom Brady, slightly higher on Brady than consensus. I just think he's the top tier pocket passing fantasy option. So you have guys like Tom Brady, Joe Burrow, Matthew Stafford. For me, Brady kind of leads that group of guys. I think he has a very strong supporting cast. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage. I still think Rob Gronkowski is going to come back, but right now it's definitely not a lock because he has not resigned yet. I kind of feel like he just wants to take time off, doesn't really want to do the whole training camp thing. That is my opinion. So if Gronk comes back, I feel like that really locks Brady in here at number seven. You just know what you're getting out of him. He may not be a top three guy unless he just like absolutely kills it in terms of passing yardage and touchdowns. But I think you can feel pretty solidly that he's going to be like a mid-tier QB1 option. At number eight, also maybe a surprise here, Trey Lance, five spots higher on him than consensus. For me, this is a pretty similar argument to Jalen Hurts. And really the only kind of obstacle here for Trey Lance is that he can just lock down that starting job. They still have Jimmy G on the roster. The way I'm looking at it, I would be shocked if Jimmy Garoppolo is the day one starter. You spend all this draft capital to get Trey Lance. You sit him for a year. This is his opportunity. The offense clearly was not that good last year with Jimmy G. So I feel like if you let him go out there again, sit Trey Lance, it's just not a good look for your organization. At some point, you got to realize Jimmy G is not going to be the guy. You may not be, you know, insanely confident in a player like Trey Lance, but you at least got to give him the opportunity. And I think as a prospect, he was definitely better than a guy like Jalen Hurts. The supporting cast is significantly better. You have Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle. That offensive line is very strong. They're going to use his legs a ton. He'll have a ton of touchdown opportunities on the goal line. So there's a lot to like with Trey Lance. He just needs to get on the field. You can see it in like the few starts he made last year. He also had an impressive game where he came in in the second half, put up really solid fantasy production. So I'm going to be all over Trey Lance this year. I think he's like the perfect high upside late round quarterback pick because you're going to be able to get him at like QB 12, which I think is really, really solid value. So Trey Lance there at number eight. Joe Burrow comes in at number nine. I think he's being overdrafted just because I don't think he's earned the right to be picked over guys like Tom Brady, who I like talked about is like the premier pocket passing fantasy option. He has a strong offense around him, but I think he's going to be like a mid to back end QB one finisher. He's not going to have the elite rushing ceiling. So number nine here for Joey B. 
10, Matthew Stafford. Pretty similar argument. That same Tom Brady archetype. Solid system. Solid weapons around him. Number 11, I have Russell Wilson. Slightly lower on Russell Wilson than consensus. I think he has a decent supporting cast. I feel like his weapons are kind of being overinflated. Like, are we forgetting he went from DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett to Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy? Like, those are decent weapons. But I mean, Metcalf and Lockett are far superior to what he's dealing with here with the uh, Denver Broncos. Hopefully, they really let him kind of cook, really let him be a high-volume passer, which we haven't seen uh, when he was with Seattle. So I think he can do it. But you also have to understand, like, it can take a year to adjust. We saw Tom Brady take a big jump in his second year with the Buccaneers. I think Stafford could do a similar thing. So my expectations are a little bit lower for Russ, but I still think he could be a solid back-end QB1. Then to wrap up the top 12, this is where I have Dak Prescott. I am a few spots lower on him than consensus. For me, I just think the supporting cast isn't as good as some of these other QBs around him. He loses Amari Cooper. You're looking at Michael Gallup coming off of an ACL tear. He has C.D. Lamb, Dalton Schultz, solid running backs. But I don't know. I just can't really see me picking him as a top 10 guy because the quarterback position is just so strong around him. So if he's my QB1, I wouldn't hate it, but I'm not going to be reaching and taking him in the top 10. Now here at 13 and 14, I have Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers back to back. Obviously, they're kind of connected here with the whole Devontae Adams situation. So the last two years, Aaron Rodgers has put up insane numbers, but he did have Devontae Adams as his wide receiver one. Derek Carr has been like a decent QB2 play, but not really breaking into like a top 12 guy. I feel like Derek Carr could definitely do that this season. This is a strong offense around him. Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller. And this is also a situation where last year, Derek Carr had fantastic passing volume. He just didn't have the touchdown numbers. I'd be pretty surprised, you know, assuming he plays a full 17 game season, I'd be surprised if he threw for under 30 touchdowns. So I think Derek Carr is going to take a jump. I think A-Rod is going to regress a little bit, not because of him as a player, just like this supporting cast is a lot different going from Devontae Adams to now a wide open wide receiver one. You know, is it Alan Lazard? Is it Christian Watson? We just do not know. So I still think Rodgers is going to be solid. I just don't think he's, in my opinion, a top 12 option. It's like a very high end QB two. And then to wrap it up here at 15, I originally had Deshaun Watson But the more I think about this, like I think this man is getting a massive suspension, like 10 plus games. And at some point, if you're getting suspended for over the half the season, you just can't make the rankings. So it's still up in the air. Like if he gets no suspension, which I think is very unlikely, you're looking at him at like QB5. Like he's probably there, but I think a suspension is very, very likely. So I ended up going with Kirk Cousins. I think this Vikings offense is going to be more pass heavy. He has solid weapons around him, an elite wide receiver one, really solid wide receiver two with Adam Thielen. So I like Kirk Cousins per usual as like a high-end QB2 option, who's probably going to be continued to be underdrafted. But so that is my top 15 quarterbacks. Let me know what you guys think down below in the comment section. Tomorrow, I'll be doing my top 15 tight ends, and then I'll be doing my overall rankings, thinking of doing like top 36, kind of like first three rounds of ADP. So let me know what you guys think about that. Thank you for stopping by and I'll see you all in the next one.